my cat died last week. And I'm not saying that to get any pity or to be sad about it right now. I'm doing it because in this episode, I'm going to talk about how when life feels hard or sad, that you are able to create space for yourself so that you feel so much better. You're listening to the Dynamic Women Podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Rolston. Dynamic Women, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I'm Diane Rolston, your host, and today we're talking about how my cat died, and I want to share with you about how you can create space for yourself. So maybe your cat didn't die. More than likely not. However, you maybe have stuff coming up in your life where your workload is just too much and you feel mentally overwhelmed and stressed. Or maybe you're sick or have an injury, or a loved one, family member is sick or has an injury, maybe there is a death somewhere in the family, or some other piece that is really causing stress in your life. You could have like a little flood in your house, or some other trouble that is just causing you to not feel 100%. Anytime you don't feel 100%, you have permission, I'm telling you, you have permission to create space for yourself. So I'm going to talk in this episode about what does it mean to create space, giving you permission to create space, and some tips on how to do it. Probably going to be less shorter than other episodes, but that's okay, right? Yeah. So last week, uh, my cat was already sick, actually. My cat was already sick, lung issues, kidney issues. We don't know exactly what it was, but she wasn't already wasn't doing well. And then Wednesday night, of last week she she passed away and so we were upset my husband and I the kids were in bed Thursday morning we wake up we have to tell the kids that's sad too especially when my son was calling her name Kelly Kelly uh looking for her we had to wake up my daughter and tell her and you know death is never easy that's my feeling death is never easy uh especially if you're with your loved one as they die because then you have that memory as well, which I did with my cat. And so I cried Wednesday night and then I cried again on Thursday morning telling my children. It's it's a, a family, right? We're, she's part of our family. And so because she passed away, I really, after dropping my one child, my son at school, my other one was going to stay home. My daughter was going to stay home. Uh, and then my my daughter and my husband brought... Uh, our cat to a vet clinic to be cremated. I had no idea, but if it, you know, just, just in case you need to know this, I didn't know this cat. We had a cat for 13 years. I'd never had a cat before myself. If a cat passes, you need to keep them in a cool place. If you're not going to bring them to a vet clinic right away uh, here, where I live, you're not allowed. It's a, illegal to bury a cat uh, or a pet of any sort. And so you bring it to an animal hospital and they get cremated couple hundred bucks we got we're getting an urn anyway that's that's uh 
that's the information that I ended up getting from the moms group because I didn't know. So I guess the first thing is just ask people, ask people what to do because I had no idea. So I look at my day and I see Pilates clients, a two hour Q&A session and, and other meetings and such. And so I immediately knew after looking at my face that I was not ready to go on camera and I was not ready to be in Pilates and facing other people because they would see my face and would ask me what's going on. Are you okay? And I would probably burst out crying. So uh, I, I even cried in Pilates today when they asked, but no matter what has happened to you, you have permission to create space for yourself, space to not be on, right? Because you might be thinking, what does it even mean to create space? Well, create space in your life for this grief, for this stress, for whatever it is so that you can move past it. So what does create, creating space mean? I already shared one of them. One of them is to not have to be on, right? On, where you're like, hey, everybody, life is good. I'm awesome. And a lot of times you think, well, don't be fake. Well, it's not that you're fake, but if you're going, in my case, I'm going to coach people. I'm not going to come to my coaching session crying with my clients, right? I have to be on. I have to be ready to go. I have to be ready to give my best and use all of my skills. And I knew I couldn't do that. Creating space also means not pushing that feeling of like, oh, I've got to muster up the energy, the motivation, the ability to be able to do this thing. That's pushing. When you're already taxed, you don't want to be pushing. That's what creating space means as well. And another thing is if you're going to create space by not being on, by not pushing, it also means that you're allowing the feelings to come in. And so I ended up being outdoors and cleaning my patio and tending to my plants and just be doing something physical because I knew mentally I couldn't handle it. So my Q&A is getting, was getting rescheduled and my clients were canceled and I didn't go to Pilates. Now, could I have done all of these things? A hundred percent. And the old me, the A-type, super driven, perfectionist type of version of me would have done them anyway. And now I'm at a point where I give myself permission to not have to push and do things. What does that allow for me? It allows me to work through the motions of grief a lot faster. It allows me to feel so much better. And so if you are going through a hard time, I encourage you, you don't have to be on. You don't have to do it all. And I get that there are some requirements. I still had my VA team that was waiting for me uh, at the end of the day for a meeting. And so I still led that meeting because I felt like it was, I could do it. And it needed, that meeting really needed to happen. But for my Q&A session where I would need to be brainstorming strategy for these clients, giving ideas, maybe wordsmithing, some marketing. I was like, I, don't, I know I can't give it my best. And so it was the smart thing to do. So how do you do it? How do you create space for yourself? Well, I've maybe already given a few examples, but I'm going to be super clear about three things that you can do. One, limit your commitments. So when you, if you're going through a stressful period, Maybe you're limiting your commitments to other people rather than attending a lot of meetings or events 
or doing things for others, like maybe taking care of someone's dog, you decide, okay, I'm going to limit. I'm not going to commit to all these other things because I don't know what my bandwidth is, my mental bandwidth, my physical bandwidth, my emotional bandwidth. I know that my my capacity has decreased. And so I wanted to make sure that I limited my commitments during that time. Next is reschedule. So limiting commitments means don't take on anything else. (laughs) And rescheduling is for the things you already have. Do you need to move them, reschedule them, cancel them, whatever it may be? Because those clients are so important to me. I didn't want to show up for 50%. And a two-hour Q&A session would have drained me. That would have meant the rest of my day would have been a write-off. And so as much as I could have done it, you have to ask yourself this question, to what cost do you do it? To what cost do you push yourself? To what cost do you do it? To what cost do you stick to what you said you'd do? And trust me, commitment is one of my number one values. And I'm not a suck. And I go and I do things and I push through. Physically, I've played sports with broken fingers, broken toes, sprained ankles, uh, not being able to bend over because of back pain. Like I've, I've pushed through, I have shown up for a speaking event, uh, been the first one to arrive, even though I was hugging a toilet bowl, a toilet bowl all night from food poisoning. I have pushed, I have led two day trainings with headaches. I have pushed, I have shown up for clients when my father was in palliative care. So there are times that I've pushed and there are times that it, it worked for me. And so I'm not saying that you just give up everything and have poor commitment, but that you create that space for yourself. So here's the next, the last thing to do is delegate. There's a lot of things happening in your life, you know, even down to things like laundry, cooking, cleaning. I know that's why meal trains are a big thing that we do when people are in times of need not times of need financially necessarily, but times of need and in, in grief or tragedy or stress. So delegate. I delegated stuff to my team, delegated to one of my VAs, Christine, for her to set up an email to go out to all of my clients so that we could move the meeting. I also delegated like other work to them so that it wasn't on my plate because I knew I just couldn't handle it. So limit your commitments, reschedule and delegate. I'm just going to wrap it up here because I really wanted to record an episode last week, right? I was supposed to record an episode on Thursday, but my face wouldn't allow me to, my emotions wouldn't allow me to. And so again, I didn't push, I created space so that today I could come on and record this. And so I'm curious as to which part of these will help you the most in creating space when you're having a hard time because everything's not perfect, right? And so you need to have that opportunity to have the space for your emotions, for your feelings, for your brain capacity, all of the pieces. I hope you never have to use these, but let's be honest, this is how life is. So if you're feeling overly stressed, maybe not one thing has happened, but you're just feeling really overwhelmed and stressed, create a little bit of space in your week. Just look at your schedule and say, where can I create space? Where can I not say yes to something? When when can I not be on? When can I honor my feelings? When will I stop pushing? When can I reschedule something or delegate so that I don't have to 
push through. I can get back to balance. So I'll wrap up here. Uh, share this with a friend, especially someone who you feel that needs some help creating space in their life. Maybe they're overbooked or overwhelmed, whatever it may be, share this with them. And if you haven't yet hit subscribe, so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. If you haven't made a review, please do that. And then do a screenshot and send it over to team at dianerolson.com with your mailing address. So we can send you a little something special in the mail. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you implement some of these pieces. If you do, let me know. Until next time, stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.